Meteorologist Matt Ferguson. Good Thursday morning after areas of fog for today, partly cloudy, a bit cooler than yesterday with highs in the mid to upper 70s. Tonight, mostly cloudy, some fog again, lows near 60. Mostly cloudy Friday, highs in the mid to upper 70s. A few rain showers Friday night into Saturday morning. That's a cold front and it's a chilly weekend. Mm. Currently 55 degrees in Appomattox, 54 in Amherst, 55 in Salem and Roanoke, 56 in Danville and Bedford, and 55 in Lynchburg. Let's go where the tropics are, and it's nice and warm and all the time, and people sing out loud. (laughs) Oh man, a New Jersey man has been charged with terrorism after crashing his vehicle into a police station blasting this song. Wow. (laughs) Just blaring it, huh? Yeah. Blowing through the doors. Yep. The district attorney said, uh, we could never have expected what transpired that night. I'm proud of the officers on how quickly they processed their emotions in such a critical incident. The Independence Township police lieutenant said, authorities say on September 20th, John Hardgraves Mm -hmm. drove his gold Toyota SUV. Wow. We call those death cars. Oh, SUVs? No, gold cars. Oh, gold, really? Apparently, there was a study that said most older people, the last car they buy is gold. Really? Yep. Wow. Car of death. Did not know that. Yeah. Uh, This takes on a whole new meaning, though. Uh, He drove it into the garage door of a home in Liberty Township, New Jersey, in an attempt to scare or harass the homeowner whom the suspect knew. He left the home and drove his vehicle to the Independence Township Police Department, the closest police station to the house he damaged. The entire vehicle came to a final resting place in the squad room. It's got a sunroof that's open. Hmm. Maybe how he got out. Uh, The defendant exited the vehicle and appeared to be celebrating as officers apprehended him on the scene. There weren't shots fired because I'd be shooting at (laughs) him. As his car blared, welcome to the jungle. You know that was surreal. Wow. To have somebody, first of all, you've got somebody. It's like a scene in a movie almost. It is, like Lethal Weapon or something. Sure, sure, yeah. And you've got welcome to the jungle (laughs) playing and this guy drives into into your office. Wow. They posted security footage that shows the department's empty squad room before the car crashes through the building's exterior and careens into a desk at about 7.36. Mm-hmm. The suspect is seen hopping out of the vehicle quickly and immediately raising his hands in victory. Boy, the well, officers, he should be raising his hands because they say you're under, under arrest. arrest. And, or maybe that's why he did it, but it looks <laughs> like he's celebrating. Uh, the officers oh were shocked by the crash. Immediately grabbed him for a pat-down, took him into custody. The 1987 song by Guns N' Roses is not clearly heard on the audio of the crash, but they were saying it was blaring from the car stereo. The front entrance sustained heavy damage. It will be closed till further notice. They ask if you have any routine business that you may have with the office. That Do, uh, do it online? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no injuries were reported. That That's is amazing. amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. I mean, he drove right up to the receptionist desk. That yeah, it looked like he you know? did. Yeah, we do not have a drive-through in our police. No. Uh, yeah, 
That's crazy stuff. See, I would say if you were to crash into a police station, what song would you want to play? But I'm not going to do that because yeah, I don't want don't you want to, to crash. That. We don't want to encourage that. Although we have had a lot of cars crashing into buildings. Buildings, yeah. This what, year. What would be that song? I don't know. You know? I don't know. I'm trying crash to Crash Test Dummies song? I don't know. <laughs> One of theirs, yeah. Maybe. Could be. It might be what it ought to be. Mm-mm. Man. I just, he had to have been on something, right? right. Wouldn't you think? I would think, yeah, because you wouldn't do that in your right mind. I, 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 wouldn't, but, you know. I wouldn't think so. Uh, Portuguese drivers are mad as heck, and they're not taking it anymore. Okay. What's up in we've, Portugal? We've had these stories before. Right. Where the climate activists come out. Oh, and, and they, they, they block the roads. Yeah, or they, and, they ruin century-old paintings. Right. Right. Well, I mean, and we've had stories out of you know germany mm-hmm. and that, where they just beat the crap out of some of these people right because they're sick of it mm-hmm. portuguese drivers lost patience with climate activists blocking a busy highway during rush hour traffic tuesday morning they decided to take the situation into their own hands okay according to the portugal resident activists from a group called climaxio wow sat on lisbon's circular highway to protest the nearby energy company gulp Two protesters also hung from cables on a pedestrian bridge overlooking the highway. Wow. That makes you a pinata, sir. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. (laughs) However, the protest reportedly ended just a few minutes after it started. Oh, wow. When frustrated drivers decided they would take care of the activists themselves. (laughs) A viral video shows cars blaring horns at the activists right. before about a dozen drivers exited their vehicles and dragged the small group out of the street. Good for them. The video was shared by N. Wokeness on Twitter, who remarked, climate activists tried to block a highway in Portugal. This is how it's done. This is how we do it. This is how we do it, baby. Yeah. Video drew strong reaction, over 6 million views. Yeah. The climate activist described itself as anti-capitalist climate justice collective. It accused company like Galp of genocide. The Portugal resident reported that nine activists were arrested. However... A Portuguese news outlet reported that the group held a new protest on Wednesday morning. Hmm. One activist told uh, one a paper they did not feel their demonstrations were causing a public disorder. Really, idiot? Because you're in the middle of the road. Right. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not the case. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, we're going to see more of this. Well, I, Mar- Marco posted a, a video the other day. Uh, African-American guy, <clears throat> rather tall guy got out of his car had a cell phone in his hand nice car like a honda something or another and this car pulls up like a nissan altima pulls up and three guys jump out and they with hoodies and they automatically start you know doing stuff to this guy taking his phone da 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 they're trying to steal his car and two mexicans and it was clear these guys were hispanic they come out of a place of business Mm -hmm. with huge lead pipes Wow. And they come out swinging and these and they bust up the windshield of the getaway car oh. and the car's pulling away and they're still swinging at the car ready to take these guys so out. So they stopped So the, they stopped a possible carjacking. Wow. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. Keep the lead pipe close. Well, you know, I think a lot of of convenience store places and And, and that's what it looked like they came yeah, out of are, a convenience are, store. They're they're just tired of yeah. being victims. Yeah. They don't want to be victims anymore. Yeah. Cuz you know what's the average time to to get a response? You could be dead by then. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Biden administration not giving up. They announced yesterday that an additional $125,000 in student loan borrowers would receive a portion of a $9 billion in additional debt forgiveness. He's just handing He's it just out like waving candies. that wand. Yeah. The candy man. The, the candy, candy man can. There you go. Here's Gonna here's another $30 billion to Ukraine. Sure. Oh, and we're going to build 20 miles of Nine billion. You know, Nine fence. billion. Nine billion. Billion That's with a, a B. Lot. That's a lot of money. It comes through fixes the administration made to income-driven repayment and public service loan forgiveness by canceling debt for borrowers with total and permanent disabilities. In total, the Biden administration has canceled $127 billion in student debt, Mm. literally trying to buy votes. Mm. That's what he's doing. Right. Trying to buy votes. A press release from the White House said... That the 5.2 billion of the 9 billion was approved uh, to provide relief to 53,000 borrowers. Oh, okay. Another 2.8 billion in relief was approved for 51,000 borrowers through fixes and income-driven repayment. Okay. The remaining 1.2 billion was approved <laughs> for nearly 22,000 borrowers who have a total of permanent or, or permanent disability and have been identified and approved for discharge through the Social Security Administration. Okay. The announcement comes months after the U.S. Supreme Court blocked his initial student loan forgiveness plan in June. So here we go again. We're just like, it's It's just like Groundhog Day. Yeah, going in circles. Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue. Robert Cloudy was said he would have blasting in his car. Okay. So there's the song. All right. Maybe we should have said if you were driving into like the White House. Yeah. People would probably be more motivated. Or maybe driving up to the White House. You know, you know what my song would be for that? What? We're not going to take Taking it. it. <laughs> right. Yeah, we ain't going to take it. That's what I would play. Not taking it anymore. That's Twisted well, Sister. We're not going to take it anymore. That's what I would play. Yeah. Okay. Just saying. All right. It is 8.15. We'll be back with a life hack. Thanks for joining us on this Thursday. Missed part of the morning jam? Say what? No problem. You can listen to the show anytime by going to SoundCloud and typing in The Morning Jam on VTRN, followed by the numerical date. It's that simple. We upload all of our interviews, Janet's Five and Dine, The Morning Jam eye-opener, and each hour of the show individually. Don't miss out on any of the great content that's delivered online just for you on our SoundCloud page. It's a jam. The Morning Jam on VTRN. Life Hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. Morning Jam. Today we're doing literally life hacks, like hacks to make your life better. Straight your life out kind of hacks. Yeah. <laughs> if you uh, if you have a decision that you need to make, don't flip a coin, and don't avoid the bad decisions, uh, or don't avoid making a decision. But you can avoid bad decisions by just taking a moment to focus and calm yourself before making a move. Okay. If life gets stressful, we tend to breathe from our throat instead of our diaphragm. That's true. Interesting. I've, I've talked with, with singers who who get nervous, yeah. and they and they start breathing up here oh. instead of down here. And then they can't sing properly. And then, right, because their voice dries out, and, mm-hmm. and, and they get, you know, breathy, and they can't, they can't breathe well. Right. Focus on your breath for 60 seconds. Ground yourself. 
Visualize a calming memory, something you're looking forward to, or think of a loved one that brings calmness into your life. Doing this before making a choice, whether big or small, can help you make the right decision the first time, rather than creating a mess for you to deal with later. So there you go. I think of Reese cups floating in a a bucket of carrot cake goodness. Hmm. And my wife is right to the side because she's the loved one I want to think about at the time. Aw, that's good. <laughs> well, she could be we, in that bucket too. We do have some some people in our family that you know bring us calmness, and then yeah, others yeah, like true. stress you out. Oh so. my gosh, yeah. So you don't want that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Other advice for life hacks is only check your email three times per day. No more than that. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Many people feel like they're chained to their inbox. Only you can break that. Mm, True. Instead of engaging in a steady stream, set a limit on how many times per day you're going to check that email. Yeah. And then one more. Uh, As soon as you realize you're not going to meet a deadline, say something about it. Ah. It's human nature to put off bad news. But okay. by giving whoever needs to know a heads up about the fact you can't get something done, mm-hmm. it's beneficial for everyone involved. Okay. There you go. Ah, this is Nancy Pelosi's theme song. <laughs> Moving out. Yeah. Did you realize she didn't move out of her old office? She didn't want to. Oh, no. No, and no. Kevin McCarthy was more than willing to let her stay. Yeah, he did let her stay. And Steny Hoyer. Even even that, I think, annoyed uh, yeah. his party mm-hmm. that, that he did that. Uh, House Republican lawmakers denied revenge when evicting Nancy Pants out of her office. <laughs> uh, former Majority Leader Steny Hoyer uh, and, and the former Majority Leader yep. Steny uh, Hoyer from their secret Capitol offices mm-hmm. uh, this week. The interim House Speaker booted Pelosi and Hoyer from their hideaways, Mm -hmm. private offices in the Capitol that each senator and a select few House members have. After now, former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy was ousted from the role. However, several GOP lawmakers said that evictions were not rooted in vengeance, but rather because the office is reserved for the immediately preceding Speaker. Right. This was the decision by Speaker Pelosi in getting it removed because that was the office of the former Speaker. She's no longer the immediately preceding Speaker, Mm -hmm. so that was the decision she made by evicting Kevin McCarthy. That was her own decision. Turned her own decision. I didn't know that until just now. Yeah. Did you bit her square in the tail? Did you see the video of the congressman? He's the interim, you know, Speaker of the House. They have an official name for that. I can't remember what it's called, but anyway. Did you see him slam the gavel for the first time? I literally thought he was going to break it. Oh. He, I mean, he banged that gavel so hard it, it like spun out of his hand a little bit. And I thought, dude, you're going to break it swinging it that hard. Jeez. It was, it was quite, if you have a chance to go see the video, man, I mean, he bangs that puppy. And he, it's a big gavel, too. Was he angry or, I, or was he, did he not realize it how sure heavy looked angry. it was? It or, sure looked angry uh, to me. But it's 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 honestly, Jen. It's about the size, a little bit bigger than a uh, you know, like a, a can of beans. Not not the big can of beans, right? Uh, but a can of you know whatever, a can of fill in the blank corn. It's a big gavel. It's a big gavel. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, he well, slammed that puppy down like I'm right. done for the day. I've kicked well, Nancy out and I've done my work. Yeah, poke <laughs> me with a fork. I'm done. Look, I don't I don't blame him. I, I mean, he's in a he's in a pretty. He really is. Strength in a tough, tough know, spot. 
Yeah, he is, for sure. Uh, former ESPN host Sage Steele right. railed against President Biden and shed some light on what she alluded to as his cognitive decline from her interaction with him ahead of a taped interview. Here she is uh, talking with Bill Maher. Uh, evidently, at some point, she calls him a terrible president in this interview. interview. Biden, honestly, I don't like him. No. I think he's a terrible president. However, forget that. The human aspect of what we're witnessing right now with him, to me, is heartbreaking and it's inexcusable right. by the family. When you knew during the election, and that was my point is, so we're taping it, not live. Uh, it was satellite, it wasn't in person. We're having a technical issue. And so I had to like BS, I had to chit chat oh. in, in waiting for us to start To rolling. him? Yes. Well, what he started to do, of course he has someone next to him and he, they keep a black like curtain over the lens of the camera so you can't see him oh. until right. the last second that right. you can hear and we're chit chatting. Right. He goes, what, what, what is this for? <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, because yeah. my mic's on, everybody's listening in the control room. Wow. And he's like, who am I talking to? Oh. Wait, what, what, what's her name? And so I'm trying to just fill time. Oh, wow. And he said, you know, I used to play football. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. He goes, and I had the best hands. And. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> what do you say to that? And then I said, oh, oh, so you were a receiver? And he started to explain it. And here's the saddest thing. He, his voice just trailed off. He said, I was good. And then he went silent and he goes, oh, never mind. <laughs> no, you're laughing. I thought it was so sad because I realized that's why he was in his basement during the whole election cycle. Right. Because even then he couldn't finish his sentences. He struggled. And but, so forget about politics. I don't care. I didn't vote for him. However, right. that made me sad. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. She was uh, appearing in Sunday's installment of uh, Bill Maher's Club mm-hmm. Random podcast. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, made no mistake that she thinks he's a terrible president. Mm-hmm. But what, what is the deal with the The black cloth? lens. Does he drool or something? Over the lens. Or are they doing... I, I don't know. I think they give him something before he goes right, right, yeah. on to just try to bring him around a yeah, little bit. Yeah, um, I've heard that. That's like, why they like say right before. you won't hear from the president before 10 a.m. at all. Yeah. And most presidents, you know, up and running by, you know, not literally running, but, you know, running the world <laughs> yeah. by 5, 6 a.m. They say Trump didn't sleep but three, four hours a night. Yeah. You know. Uh, at one point, Meyer says, I love that you love Trump. Stunned by her admission during an uh, interview that she didn't vote for Barack Obama when he ran for president or Biden. Uh, it's so much more interesting and it's honest. She said, can I correct one thing? Mm. And he said, sure. She said, I don't love him. There's a big difference in voting for someone and loving them. Mm-hmm. Because, by the way, I don't love any politician. Good for There's her. always a screw loose with all of them because mm. who would want to do that? <laughs> She later continued, I don't love him. I don't hate him. But here's the thing, though. What I have been able to do, what I force myself to do, no matter who it is, is separate who they are as a person Mm -hmm. and whatever they've done in the past, their track record, as my dad used to say, from their policies. And I literally try to vote based on what they believe in and what they're saying and making my decisions based on that, because I think most of them are crappy human beings. May her tribe increase. Maybe you maybe you should run. Yeah. 
She's no, a beautiful African American lady yep. who took a lot of heat at ESPN. Sure. I mean, of course be- she did because she wouldn't toe the line. I just think it's important. I don't think most people can separate and they go with feelings and our feelings don't freaking matter. So no matter how much you hate or love someone, what are, what are they doing that is not best for you and your family, for our country, for our mm. national security, for our uh, for our economy? I try to separate it and not mm-hmm. look at the crazy. Yeah. And like wow. you say, may her tribe increase yeah. because um, she's pretty, pretty neat lady. Yeah. So is and I think so she was there she's for not, she's 10 not or with 15 anymore. Yeah, they, yeah, she, she ended up. That's unfortunate. That was not a good call, ESPN. Right. And she was very popular and, you know, just very good at what she does. Very well thought out, as you could hear right there. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, she was talking about how she had to be careful on the, on the microphone, you know, cause she was like wanting to respond, but she stopped herself right would it be that tampa bay buccaneers baker mayfield did that did you see that story no what's going on with him well apparently he had a hot mic moment oh jeez, and made a pretty vulgar comment during the bucks win over the saints okay uh he appeared to be feeling himself he was caught on a hot mic making a vulgar comment to teammate chris godwin mm-hmm. uh yeah it was very, very. Was it sexual in nature, or? Well, it was. It was, well, as we would call it, locker room talk. Okay, gotcha. Um, gotcha. The clip was posted on oh, Twitter. Brother. Mayfield targeted Godwin eleven times during the game and connected eight times. Devin Thompson, Trey Palmer each had touchdown catches uh, catches during the game. Um, yeah, it just was not a bright shining moment. They've got to remember. That yeah. those bikes are on. Yeah. Come on, y'all. Yeah. I mean, at any time. If you want to know what he said, you're going to have to look it up yourself. I'm not going to say that on the right, air. But, right. I got you. But it was, uh, it was definitely a dumb guy comment to another guy. Right. It was just, he totally forgot. He mm-hmm. was a, yeah. Maybe they'll do the thing where, where they do the the commentary, where they come in and replace the commentary right, right, right. with people. Maybe <laughs> Maybe they could do that. To get that off your record, because that's not great. <laughs> WDBJ Seven's oh, coming Lord. up. Kimberly is in today. Yeah, yeah, she's she's back with us. Yeah, and we'll also take a look at that chilly forecast. It's coming this weekend. Currently 55 degrees in the Lynchburg area. We have uh, 56 in Bedford, 57 in Roanoke and Salem, 58 in Danville, 57 in Amherst and in Appomattox. So the uh, Pulaski, Pulaski. Hold on, I'm going to do that. that. Okay, it didn't make a noise. If I, had, if I hadn't said anything, it would have gone. Yeah. I had to WD-40 the, the bedroom door for I could leave this morning because the wife was going <laughs> to sleep a little longer and the and the dog barks even though i just put him in the bed 30 seconds before he acts like maybe I'm an they intruder. heard a doordash commercial <laughs> ding dong ding dong ding dong mm. middle school is closed today uh, due to a social media threat uh, oh it's closed today as authorities investigate the threat on social media it was posted on facebook wednesday night uh, the school administrators central office administrators and law enforcement getting together to try to unscramble this one leaders say uh said most of the threats were made outside of the school day, but have impacted the community. Uh, if you have any information on this particular threat, they would love to hear from you. You can reach out to them, 540-994-2519. 
Councilman Larry Campbell Jr. out of Danville pled guilty to driving while intoxicated in mm-hmm. his deposition hearing yesterday morning. The case started back in May of this year. According to officials, police pulled him over on South Boston Road after a tip from a concerned citizen. According to warrants, after the driver rolled down the window, the officer immediately observed the odor of alcohol, mm-hmm. as well as observed a can in the cup holder <laughs> with 12% alcohol Ooh. across the top open with a straw inside Jeez. doesn't leading like drink, by example there doesn't you go. drinking it from a straw i've always heard like it's almost like snorting it it, it hits you differently we, you don't want to spill your booze mark oh, okay. while you're driving i'm sorry Lord, yeah, that's true. come on now that's true. i have to go to the dry cleaner yeah he was sentenced to 60 days in jail suspended meaning he will not serve jail time <laughs> as long as he follows the court orders the judge ordered him to attend the virginia alcohol and safety program have a breathalyzer in his car good for you sir <laughs> and to pay a three three hundred dollar fine uh, despite his plea, Danville City Attorney says that that will not keep him from serving on city council. Okay. Wow. Uh, his attorney said, made a statement saying, the councilman is ready to put this situation behind of him. Of course he is. I'm sure you are, sir. <laughs> I'm sure you are. You are a grown man. So Drinking 12% alcohol with a straw in your car and you're a councilman. That is just sad. <laughs> How sad. So, he, I'm sorry. He mistook the breathalyzer for the straw. Right, exactly. <laughs> He's like, honey, I'm not getting anything out of this. <laughs> so, I got a question. I'm glad they're and doing this the breathalyzer. Is not, this isn't a judgment call. So, I'm, I'm judging. Not, I'm not elevating myself above anyone else. But have you ever... But that's a low bar, Mark. I, I know. But no, this is... No, I'm not going there. Oh, Here, okay. Here's where I'm going. Have you ever had a friend that you got in their car and you go, what is that? That extra accessory you have in the car. Oh, it's my breathalyzer. You know what? I'll just follow you to the game. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be. I'm just saying. If you got a puff, puff pass to drive your car, <laughs> I'm going to pass on riding with you. You may want to call sir Uber. and or madam. <laughs> right. I'm just saying. I've never even, seen one. I've, I've never no, seen one. I haven't one. either. I don't know anybody yeah. who's who's ever had to to have yeah. one now i think Thankfully. i saw i saw a guy with one on a moped once <laughs> oh my gosh on his liquor sickle he had already lost his license so he's driving a moped yeah he, he got he a breathalyzer went, he there. went he passed breathalyzer and, and went directly <laughs> to liquor sickle i got it oh is that what they call him liquor that's sickle. what we call him okay. whenever um because we would see a grown a grown man right on on one of those little scooters yeah and and my when my kids were when my boys were small they'd be like mom why is that why is that guy yeah, driving? It's, it's 30 degrees He's a grown out. man, and he's riding a... And I was like, we call those liquor sickles, son. Yeah. That's why you don't drink and drive. Exactly. Right there. Yeah. So, I mean, well, that's something that may not always be the case, but many times... They're super popular in Florida because, you know, I mean, the weather's nice all year round. Oh, yeah. You can drive one of those puppies all year. Well, shoot. the in uh, w- With my friends in the, the villages... Right. I mean, they the golf carts. They have nicer golf carts oh than they gosh. have cars. These things are jacked up. It looks like Bigfoot. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> they're and it, huge. And it's so funny to me because when you go Bigfoot, in, the four wheel drive. When you go into the parking lot, oh, my friend has you know hers is like teal and it's oh, got yeah. you know all these custom little things on it. Mm-hmm. And I don't even want to know how, what that costs. But when you go to the, they'll go to the grocery store, right? In them, 
and you'll see all of these golf carts and they've got these big long antennas and everybody has a different color so they can find their golf cart ah that makes sense and I'm like, that makes what sense. are you doing oh what? my goodness and yeah. then that's but that's what it is they're trying to find their golf cart the especially if they've is, been tipping a little you know oh, the golf cart has the breathalyzer on it i can't find my car half the time when i drove my um sparky mm-hmm Sparky was so small yeah, short, yeah. and low, yeah. I could never find her. Yeah. Never. Because, you know, and, and of course now with Phoebe, there's so many other cars. That look like you. That look yeah, like Even the, the different brands. Exactly. Look like yours. Yep. Yeah. It can be a totally different, like from a Kia to a, you know, whatever, fill in the blank, a Nissan. They have that same look. And a couple of times I've like reached for the door. Oh boy. And I've looked in and like, that's too messy to be my car or that's too clean to be my car. So it's usually falls. Well, you know what I drive? I I, I drive Fred. The Cube. Yeah, the Cube. Uh And they quit making these things in 2011. Uh There's some on the road, but even less that look like mine. And I pulled up to Fred's stepbrother yesterday. Oh. And I didn't make eye contact because you know why? We pulled up to the circle at University of Lynchburg. They pulled up on the inside. I didn't make eye contact because I I jumped out of that gate like a jackrabbit and I blew their doors in. Oh. Happened to be a little older lady driving a, a Fred lookalike, an imposter of sorts. But still. But I blew her doors off. I was out of that circle and on the straightaway, and I was looking back going, she's not even halfway through the circle yet. You're not even trying. I almost challenged her to pickleball right there on the so, spot, and I don't see, even play. You don't see <laughs> You don't see many of those cars. No, you don't. Around. Especially my color. But there were, there were a few years there, mm-hmm. which I thought there was a PT Cruiser convention. Oh, my first. gosh. Me too. I'm yep. like, my what neighbor is had going one. on? Yeah. There were so many of them. I don't see them that much now. Right, so, but so, there are so many. What about the ones with the wood grain? Oh, you're Lord. going, oh my gosh. Are you like reliving your childhood? I guess in the, it's just a nostalgia. In the '65 Dodge, you know, Polara station wagon that had that wood grain. I don't really understand why that was ever popular. I know it, it's very confusing. It never made sense. Although I will say, my daddy had an international station wagon. Right. That if I could find one of those you'd, you'd and get redo it, it I would oh, do the, it. In a the heartbeat. big square ones. It was, uh, yeah, kind of square, yeah. but it did have their little rounded off ends right, like right, they would right. have. But they had like a lot of headroom oh, in oh, them yeah, and yeah. stuff. They were nice sized oh, yeah. cars. We, and, and we loved that. Many memories yeah. were made in the International Station Wagon. I'm just saying. I gotcha. Uh, so the rumor mill has been spinning. Oh, yeah. Locally. Concerning. On social media. Right. Saying that a Hooters is coming to Lynchburg. Yeah, I just don't see it. I, is this like the Piggly Wiggly thing? Where they, they've been saying a Piggly Wiggly was coming oh, forever. Well, um, There's even job postings, though. <laughs> the planning Thinking about applying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Hey, I have rather nice size large man boobs. <laughs> I might be able to go in there. If they're looking for boobs, <laughs> you can get them covered. Uh, they reached out to the ABC oh, 13, gosh. reached out to the planning commissions in Lynchburg, Bedford County, and Campbell County. Mm-hmm. They all say they don't know of any plans to bring one to the area. And then uh, late on Wednesday, they heard back from a Hooters spokesperson. I told you who I saw Imagine yesterday. Imagine having that on your resume. Opening. I told you who I saw yeah, yesterday. You did. She says, I don't believe these claims are legitimate in any way. So for those of you all excited because you thought a Hooters was coming, sorry. That's I, not going to happen. I, I thought we were beyond that, quite honestly. I didn't know. I, I mean... 
I, mean, I really thought the hashtag Me Too movement was going mean, to get rid of how many the Hooters. new Hooters are being built in this country at this point in time? I am proud to say Lynchburg, Virginia. I've never been to a Hooters. I've never been either. I haven't. I've driven by the original one in Clearwater, yeah. Florida. Yeah. Uh, somebody pointed out, oh, there's the original Hooters, and it was just like a hole in the wall. But I will say this: I have when when Hooters sold their sauce right in the in grocery stores. Yeah, yeah. I totally bought it. What, like a hot sauce or buffalo sauce? Yeah, it's their sauce. buffalo sauce. Okay, got it. And it had no carbs in it. Right. The flavor was great. Right. And yeah, I did. That's been my only support of Hooters. Okay. So I don't so, know that they sell that anymore. I'm not about, you know, doing things that are wrong, like groping women and this kind of thing. That's right. that's just wrong. Yeah. But I remember there was a group of Hooters women that came forward in a class action suit, <clears throat> excuse me, about you know, like customers groping and I'm thinking, why are you working at Hooters? Right. What do you think is going to happen when you're wearing hot pants? Yeah, and, and a tight a t-shirt. Tight, muscle shirt. The, uh, yeah, a, a tight tank. Yeah. That's, you know, Michael Scott's going to come have lunch with you. That's what happens that's, there. That's exactly Yeah. Right. We'll be back with the lighter <laughs> oh side gosh. of the news when we come back and finish up our morning jam. Well, dang, I thought that was pretty light right there. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some heavy subjects this morning, though. That's true. 845. Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Life Hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. Morning Jam. So we've been uh, giving you life options, and as far as life hacks, we were talking about making decisions earlier and how it's important to breathe. If you feel like you have a lot of choices to make and there's a lot of directions that you can go in, you need to narrow every decision down to no more than three options. Okay. No more than three. No more than three. If you choose from 100 options, you're going to feel overwhelmed. Yeah. And if absolutely. you choose from three, it makes it easier to compare and feel more content for the choice you make. Okay. Uh, another one is... Uh, Set your fridge and pantry up in a way that lets you see exactly what you have. When you can see everything in your pantry at a glance, you'll stop purchasing duplicates and stocking unnecessary items because the last thing you need is another trip to the grocery store. Once a month, I have to go through my pantry because my pantry is deep. You know, it's deep. So things work their way to the back and it just makes it very difficult. I also started putting my dried beans and my pasta in clear containers so i can stack them on top of each other and not get the bags lost in the back and that's that's kind of helpful too okay i like it yep Uh, virginia city nevada is flushing away the competition they're gearing up for the (laughs) 32nd world championship outhouse races (laughs) yeah oh this could end it's coming this weekend could end wrong excited no doubt October. I'm extremely excited. Mm-hmm. October 7th and 8th. It's a free event. Mm-hmm. And the event dates back to when outdoor plumbing was outlawed and angry residents took to the streets with their outhouses to protest. And a tradition was born. I'm there just, you go. You, you They're know, telling them you can't have any more outhouses. And government like, getting no. involved even where you wipe yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
You know, yeah. come on, seriously. This event pits teams of costumed outhouse racers against each other in an all-out potty race as they push their homemade <laughs> uh, outhouses down C Street towards the toilet paper finish line. Wow. All to claim the top latrine title of grand champion. Wow. It starts each day at noon with races immediately following. Races take place both Saturday and Sunday. The event is free to attend. Okay. Now you know. I wonder who is uh, supplying the porta potties for the event. Well, I think they. Wait a minute, they're all on wheels. I'll I just use yours. I think they make their own. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure. Huh. They make their own. How about and it's kind of like the bed races, you know, where they they put the beds on wheels and they yeah. race them down the. It's kind of like that, I think. Uh, here's a feel good story. All right. A wallet that was containing ten thousand dollars worth of U.S. and European currencies. Wow was returned to a grateful passenger by Israel railway employees after being left behind at a station. How about that? They say the passenger realized his wallet was missing after taking a a train to Tel Aviv's central station. Okay. The passenger alerted the station's shift manager who contacted Mm -hmm. the airport's train station. Rail workers searched for the wallet, but it wasn't found for 12 hours. Okay. When it was spotted by a worker assisting a disabled passenger, the wallet, still full of U.S. dollars and euros, was soon placed back in the hands of its owner. I like that. Isn't that a feel-good yeah, story? Yeah, that's, that's definitely a feel-good story. Because that, that doesn't always happen. Still people that are honest. Yeah. Thankfully. I mean, right. I, it's kind of, I mean, I've had situations where that's happened. Right. I mean, I was I've, able to get things back, and we've had situations where that didn't happen. I know that um, we were talking about Kroger earlier, mm-hmm. and they've got those little short shopping carts. It has a place to lay your cell phone. It's just perfect, the little tray at the top. Right. I've left my cell phone twice in there. Now, this has been a few years back, but, you know, in both times, you know, that it got turned in. I mean, thankfully, because we know phones aren't cheap. Right. But, um, yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. We were talking about uh, Hooters kind of debunking the myth that Hooters was coming to Lynchburg because mm-hmm. that was had gone viral. Right. Um, and we were saying we're kind of popular, that, that kind of shocked that Hooters is even popular now. Yeah. Uh, Edie Cohen and her family, they've been celebrating her birthday at Hooters for almost two decades. Okay. I'm game. Go ahead. She's a retired <laughs> Army nurse. She lives in Boca Raton. Right. For the last 17 years, she's been a regular customer at the Hooters located on Northwest 19th Street. She celebrated her 100th birthday. Wow. With dinner at Hooters. <laughs> How about that? See, I'm, I'm pretty sure that if I make it to 100, I, I don't I don't want to have my birthday at Hooters. Well, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure. We just celebrated a hundredth birthday today. Yeah, of, uh, the I actress. don't think she wants to go to Hooters though. Glennis Johns from All of Mary her grandkids Poppins. were there too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's just uh, a little weird to me. Yeah, it is. It is having your birthday at Hooters. But I mean, it's your birthday. You do you, lady. If that's what you want to do. You're a hundred years old. You can do whatever you want to do. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm, I wouldn't want it at Chippendales either. Let me just put that out you're there. You're gonna think I'm a one-trick pony, but yeah, just take me over to um, Outback because <laughs> I can get my popcorn shrimp, not popcorn shrimp. My that's not really co- where you would co- choose coconut. Well, they have the best carrot cake. They have a like a, a seven-layer carrot cake. You wouldn't pick like a local restaurant. 
Well, okay. I know. I'm sounding judgy. I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound judgy. Neighbor's place. Neighbor's place. If If I was picking a local restaurant, it would be neighbor's place because they've got the most awesome key lime pie. And, so you um, always pick by by, by dessert. dessert. I mean, I want you know. I mean, they have other great items on the. Uh, they used to have this chicken uh, salad. Um, you know, a salad that had chicken on it, not chicken salad. It was amazing, and then they they took it off the menu. Um, I used to love. I would that. probably pick the dahlia. Okay, yeah, I got you on Bedford Avenue. That's, right, that's probably where I would. Okay, would go. Fair enough. I'm guessing. But if, if if I'm going to a chain, it's the Outback because I, I know I can get my coconut shrimp. And, of course, you know, have a, a roll or two in the in the process. Yeah. You know. So. Okay. I mean, I, I, I'll eat at a, you know, I, sometimes I like to eat at a chain. But usually I like to try to support well, when we the go out, we don't, if you can. We don't really ever eat at chains. We want to experience a local, you know, the local flair. Mm. Uh, Noah, scientists have spotted the elusive Dumbo octopus. Oh, I thought you were going Did somewhere Did you know else. that was a thing? No. Yeah, a Dumbo octopus. It's not often you get a glimpse of animals that live deep beneath the surface of the ocean. Right. But you can, like, Google this, and you can see this octopus. It literally looks like Dumbo because of its large ear-like fins right. that resemble the elephant from the 1941 movie. Okay. Who knew? I, I certainly didn't. Mm-mm. And then uh, in entertainment news... Stevie Nicks has said that without Fleetwood Mac band member Christine McVie, she cannot imagine the group will ever tour again. Really? She says, when Christine died, I felt like I, you can't replace her. You just can't. Wow. Without her, what is it? You know what I mean? She was like my soulmate, my musical soulmate, and my best friend that I spent more time with than any of my other best friends outside of Fleetwood Mac. She literally was my best friend. How about that? She likened her heartbreak to Taylor Swift's song, You're On Your Own, Kid. Hmm. It was like that with Christine and I. We were on our own in the band. We were always were. We protected each other. Who am I going to look over to at the right and have them not be there behind that Hammond organ? Holy cow. When she died, I figured we really can't go any further. There's no reason to. Of course, she died last November mm-hmm. with a stroke, 79 years old. Yeah. And uh, in 1990, Nix departed to pursue her own career. Fleetwood Mac reunited with Don't Stop, written by McVie. Right. And uh, that was at President Clinton's inaugural ball in 1993. Yeah, I remember. And then uh, McVie returned to the band in 2014, and they did some touring. So, I don't know. Well, that that says a lot about, you know, because you don't always hear those kinds of closeness with some of the bands. They get back together in spite of each other. But there's a real connection there. Nix wrote a tribute to McVie after her death last year that she shared. A few hours ago, I was told my best friend in the whole world since the first day of 1975 has passed away. Mm. I didn't even know she was ill until Saturday night. I wanted to get to London, but we were told to wait. So since Saturday, one song has been swirling in my head over and over. I thought I might possibly get to sing it to her, so I'm singing it to her now. I always knew I would need these words one day. It's all I can do now. The hit maker quoted lyrics from the ham song Hallelujah, leading oh, with wow. the verse, I had a best friend, but she has come to pass, one I wish I could see now. See you on the other side, my love. Don't forget me. Always Stevie. Wow. Yeah. That is quite a tribute. Yeah, it is. Wow. No more no more uh, Fleetwood Mac, though. Mm. Okay. Kind of sad. It is. To see, uh, 
to see that legacy yeah, kind of go yeah, away. Yeah, sure. But Stevie, she's still touring on occasion, sure. so that's a good thing. Guys, we hope you have a great day. We're going to see you tomorrow. It's going to be Friday. That means Friday funnies. Absolutely. Make today awesome. We're going to go out with some uh, Christine McVie right here on the Morning Jam. You guys take care.